You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Sue podcast, episode number 81. This episode is sponsored by Eric Sue Insider, an online community where you get advice and tips from Eric Sue on weekly conference calls. Learn more at ericwsue.com/insider and how you can get started. Hey there, it's Eric Sue, and I wanted to personally thank you for listening to my podcast. If you are new, welcome, and if you are a long-time listener, I appreciate your continued support. Did you know your review on iTunes and Stitcher helps grow this podcast? Well, it does. So write a review today. Not into writing a review? Then maybe you would like to make a small donation. You can do so by clicking the "Be My Patron" Podbean link on my podcast page. Finally, helping others is the name of the game. So help a friend by sharing this podcast with them. Let's keep this movement growing. Now on to the show. Health tips and useful wellness advice without the hype. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue podcast, with inspiring guests and engaging fitness, nutrition, and healthy living topics. You will be entertained and excited until the end. And now your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, Eric Sue here. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. We have a hardworking and super crafty girl with us today. Her name is Jenny Gomes. We will be talking about yoga for the average person. So, without any delay, let me introduce you all to Jenny. Jenny, are you ready to make it happen? Yes. Awesome, Jenny. Jenny, if you guys remembered, she was on episode sixty-six. So, if you want to hear a little bit more about her story、um, and her canning、uh, lifestyle, you can listen to that episode as well. Jenny, there's. Uh, something that we want to talk about today, which is yoga, and this is something that you're really passionate about as well. Can you share with us a little bit more about why that is? Yeah,、um, I started doing yoga.、Um, I, I had done yoga、um, as a, a single person,、um, occasionally, every once in a while, in my living room or at a gym, just with my girlfriends, casually. But I really got into yoga after.、Um, After I had my two children,、um, I was really stressed, and my shoulders were in knots from packing a heavy baby around, and I wasn't getting enough sleep. And、um, that's when I really realized I really needed some exercise, and I needed it to be relaxing, <laughs> and I needed it immediately. And、um, I remember holding my small baby and looking online and seeing that there was a yoga fit training、um, in my.、Uh, County, which was really surprising. Usually, they're really far away in urban areas, and so I signed up, even though it was kind of impractical to do so. And then I got certified to be a Yoga Fit Level One instructor, and that really jumpstarted my、um, personal practice. And I've been doing it. That's been about two years now. And so, in the last two years, what have you noticed about your practice, and then what have you noticed about their community? Uh, itself. Oh,、um, I know that the first and immediate and inarguable benefit for me from practicing yoga is、um, falling asleep easily and staying asleep. I feel like、um, squeezing in an hour of yoga at any point in the day helps me get a better quality sleep、um, over the course of. 
uh, maybe, let's say, six weeks, I can notice a, a very clear difference in the strength of my body and the flexibility and um, my balance um, all improve. Um, and I know, for example, I taught um, over the summertime when I wasn't teaching at my junior high where, I, where my real job is. I was teaching three classes a week, and by halfway through July, I could do a lot of poses that I couldn't do before, um, and I wasn't even necessarily trying to do um, harder or more difficult or more challenging poses, but my body just would allow me to do more because I was using it in that way so much more routinely. And similarly, when I had to cut back the number of classes I was teaching because the regular school year started again in August, you know, by September, I couldn't quite reach as far as I had before, and I, I noticed that uh, you know a challenging pose wasn't quite as as easy as it had been in the summertime. So I think the benefits for me have been very tangible, and and you know they're not it's not uh, in my head. It's very mm-hmm. very realistic. Um, and I think that I've been able to help um, a number of people who might have been hesitant to try yoga um, get started in it. And uh, I think that's really awesome. And, and these people who were hesitant, uh, what, do, what do you have to share with these people so that they understand that, you know, th- there shouldn't be any hesitation? Yeah. Um, well, on my blog at thedomesticwildflower.com, I just wrote a post um, about yoga for the regular girl. And um, I, in it I shared uh, the, the answer to your question that, that yeah, there's lots of places uh, where yoga is totally normal and, um, you know, there's no, uh, maybe no uh, stereotypes attached to it. Mm-hmm. But I live in a pretty conservative place where um, when people hear that I do yoga, they kind of you know, feel a little bit uh, hesitant or confused or skeptical, like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm strong enough or fit enough or flexible enough. That's one set of stereotypes. And then the other set of stereotypes I've encountered are that yoga is for a particular type of person that has a set of philosophical, religious, or cultural beliefs. And, you know, th- those can be any number of things that people seem to think mm-hmm. yoga is about. And really, it's none of those things. You don't have to be fit or flexible or strong to start practicing yoga. And you don't have to vote a particular way or believe a particular religion or have a particular diet to practice yoga. Yoga can be for anybody. And that's what I, um, I really think I'm pretty good at communicating with um, my yoga students. And hopefully in that blog post I wrote that um, yoga is just an exercise like anything else. And it just happens to be um, one I really love. And it is um, appropriate for lots and lots of different kinds of people. Cool, cool, and uh, you know, along with the great benefits that you received, which probably will happen to a lot of people who practice as well, I want to say that um, you know, could you share with us what people could experience if they were to take a class from you specifically? Sure, um, I try to be very um, warm and welcoming, and I know lots of yoga instructors are the same way. I mean. You hang out around yoga people or people who practice yoga, and it's a very warm and engaging, uh, relaxed group of people. Um, so you would expect a warm welcome and the message that 
uh, yoga should feel good, and we're just going to put our body into a position and see how it feels and maybe see if we can reach a little farther or um, work a little bit harder and see how that feels. And I try to make it very easygoing and really focus on um, on the fact that yoga should feel pretty awesome. And um, I, I prefer an active style of yoga, so... Um, uh, you know, the the Sanskrit word is vinyasa, but mm-hmm. I don't speak any Sanskrit, and no no one no, and no one else actually speaks Sanskrit as a first language either. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try to make it feel, make the class feel like it's um, a workout, also. You know, so it's not just um, snooze time; it's um, a physical workout, also. But um, I think that the other thing that a class um, can can give a person is this awesome uh, amnesia of chores and stress and worry. I know that when I'm on my mat, I forget that I have three loads of laundry to fold and mm-hmm. a bunch of bills to pay and a bunch of stuff I need to worry about. I just can focus on doing these kind of weird, cool poses and um, feel really good at the same time. Very good. Excellent. And, you know, I um, interesting we're doing this today. Because uh, I went to a, I guess, level two, level three yoga class this morning, actually. And uh, it was actually pretty fun. There were some inversions and headstands that I've never done before. So that was really cool. Um, But that was not intimidating to me because I'm used to physical activity. And maybe some people are intimidated by some of the yoga poses that are out there. What do you have to say for that? Um, I feel like um, there's there's some intimidation factor. Um, you know, social media is a double-edged sword. There's lots of um, wonderful things that can be gained from getting inspiration online on Instagram or on Pinterest or just on any online source where there's these really fit people doing these really impressive arm balances or, you know, being upside down. We call that inversions. Um, and that can be really inspiring or it can be kind of alienating because, uh, you know, not everyone is built in that body type or is able to do those things. So I hope I would encourage anyone who's interested in trying yoga to see those images that are abundant that as um, simply as a source of inspiration and not as a as a excluding um, type of a type of a criteria, mm. you know, um, Everyone starts out the same way. We all start out um, not knowing how to do it, how to do anything. So I would encourage someone to just go to a level one and probably go with a friend and laugh and feel kind of silly. And um, while you're doing your level one class, I bet you'll feel like, wow, that feels really good to move like that or feels really good to stretch like that or, oh, I'm, I'm a lot stronger than I thought. So I think it can be an enlightening thing if we let it be. Right, right. And, and I think uh, I've heard this said before in the past, if you really are unsure about going, uh, have fun with it and go with someone who, who can enjoy yeah. it with you, right? Or, or partner. Sure. If you and, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there are some styles of yoga that are, um, uh, the, the structure of the class is one that it's uh, more quiet and introspective or one where, you know, you, you wouldn't want to be giggling and laughing with a friend um, or you might feel uncomfortable asking a question, but you should seek out a class um, where it's possible for you to ask the instructor beforehand, say, hey, I've never done yoga before. Is this the right class for me? Um, 
and um, like for example, there's a style of yoga called restorative yoga, mm-hmm. and that can um, feel like an amazing restorative nap, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not really the type of class you'd go to if you'd never had gone before, probably. And and you know, we're looking to have fun with it. Um, mm-hmm. It would be it would be amazing if you had uh, been in a car wreck or uh, really needed some quiet time physically and mentally speaking. But um, I would just, if you can, speak to the person who either teaches the class or someone who's gone before and just ask, like, hey, what, what kind of class is it? And find a class that you can attend right. that fits, uh, fits what you're looking for. Right. You know, um, it, it, not to go back to it, but I, I think it's important that, um, you know, these stereotypes that you had mentioned earlier, they get in our heads and they mm-hmm. can kind of stick. And, and, and so... Um, right. what, what could you say to that specifically so that it un- gets, get unstuck? I uh, guess? Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> I would say that, um, you know, just because we have, uh, some ideas in our head about what type of people do, uh, yoga or CrossFit or ballet or soccer or any physical activity, just because we have these ideas doesn't mean that we can't change them. Um, I like to tell the junior high students I teach that you shouldn't believe everything you think. So um, I, I, I think especially the, the idea that I'm not strong enough or fit enough or thin enough or tall enough or in some other way physically not fit enough to try yoga, I think that's actually a, a pretty dangerous one because so much can be gained uh, it's such a shame to to miss out on it just just because of this idea that I'm not flexible enough. Flexible is or yoga is not for the flexible; it is for the willing. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be able to touch your knees or touch your toes or you know touch anything. You just have to be willing. Try. There's yoga um, for people who are bound um, in wheelchairs or chair bound. There's yoga for for all kinds of people out there. So I think it's important to just um, just aware that, you know, maybe I thought this before, maybe I used to think I wasn't fit enough or strong enough to try something like this, but, um, but it's, it's also important to tell ourselves, hey, I used to think this way, but um, you can think, you can have a new way of thinking, and yeah. you, know, um, you can find a class that helps you change your mind. Yeah, not to cut you off, Jenny, but um, I get a lot of people in the fitness world who, where I do like personal training and TRX training and functional fitness training, and I get this uh, thought from people, which is, "Well, I'm overweight and I can't do that." And, and um, mm-hmm. is, is that something that people should just stop right now with yoga? Oh yeah, I mean it's it's easy it's easy for me to say because it's not me that's thinking it, but yeah, absolutely. I, I've had um, they're actually uh, I used to sub for a class. I didn't teach it every day, but I would substitute for a friend uh, at five thirty in the morning, and there were women who attended that class at five thirty in the morning just because they were embarrassed of their size and didn't want to be uh, seen. <laughs> I guess spotted with a yoga mat, um, and that was just such a sad thing. I felt like you know, such a, what a, what a sad way of feeling about yourself, your body, that you were ashamed of seeking, seeking physical fitness when you were, um, you know, at a size that you weren't happy about. I, it was just, it blew my mind. It made me feel terrible for these yoga students. There was a couple of different gals who, who came at 5.30 in the morning to a freezing cold yoga studio mm. 
just because they were uh, didn't want to be seen outside of class. And they separately confided in me that they were glad that the class was offered at that time. And that's totally bananas. They should feel anybody should feel comfortable, um, you know, attending an exercise class or group, um, no matter what it is. Um, I think hopefully, you know, one person at a time, we can change those ideas about about our bodies and ourselves because it doesn't do anybody any any favors. Mm. You know, it doesn't it doesn't help anybody to have those mindsets. Yeah, because uh, I know my audience who listens to this um, podcast, you know, they're probably thinking to, to themselves, why am I thinking like that, right? Or um, how can I change mm-hmm. that? There, is there any specific thing other than just take action and go to a, a 6 p.m. class or whatever it is to, and, and meet other people well, maybe? you could um, – I mean, not everyone feels comfortable or motivated to practice at home or to, uh, you know, start a physical fitness program at home or by themselves privately. But if you are the type of person that can do that, um, there's so so many online resources that are totally free to get started trying yoga by yourself. Um, that doesn't really solve the problem of feeling inadequate or another negative thing, but that would help a person get started. Um, if if going in person is what you want, I would suggest going, and I bet what you'll find is you can do more than you think you can. Um, There's lots of poses in yoga that don't require you to bend your body into a pretzel, that that don't require you or ask of you to to do, um, you know, really complicated or fancy-looking things, but can feel really good and can make you realize, oh, hey, well, maybe I'm, you know, maybe my hamstrings are tight, but, boy, my shoulders are super flexible or, you know, my calves are really strong. And, you know, maybe my wrists are weak, but that's okay. It can make you aware of strengths that you don't know that you have um, and can make you feel okay about, like, well, you know, last week this was uncomfortable or tight, but this week it feels better. So I I feel like the benefits are so likely to be uh, visible so quickly that I bet you would end up surprising yourself if you just went. Very good. And, and, you know, I I just want to ask this one question too, which is, well, why why should an overweight person do it if, you know, maybe I I won't burn so many calories and so that it's kind of a waste of my time. They may be thinking that. Mm -hmm. Is is that true or no? Um, I've encountered that. I've had had a couple different uh, students who were uh, overweight and who felt like, or who, who said out loud, like, well, I'm not burning as much as if I were walking or running or jogging or something. And, and that actually is also, to some degree, uh, a, false, a false ideal. Also, you can burn a lot of calories in yoga, especially if you um, attend an active yoga-style class. Um, but I think the other benefits that yoga, that sets yoga apart from other types of exercise is that it is supremely relaxing and not in a, I want to take a nap way, but in a way that, for the rest of the afternoon after I have a yoga class, I feel less stressed about um, trying to find a parking space when I'm at the supermarket or, you know, less stressed when my computer won't work right hours later. It has a very relaxing quality, I think. And, of course, other exercise types offer that as well, but it's, it's a pretty tangible um, and noticeable difference, I think, with yoga. It really helps with uh, a stress as a stress management tool. And I think... Um, that would be, 
you know, maybe if, if you had to justify it to yourself, like, well, maybe I'm not burning as many calories as if I were running, but I'm getting improved balance, flexibility, stress relief. Those are pretty valuable, valuable benefits as well. So I would encourage someone to try it, even if they felt you know, like, well, it's not as much bang for my buck as running. Mm, because yeah. it has other benefits, I think, too. Because I, I think I try to preach, if not advocate, the idea of it's a whole approach. It's a whole approach to mm-hmm. um, getting healthy. And it's a journey that um, is long. And that's the idea we, we should be um, adopting because if, if everything was so quick, that's sort of the lazy way out, isn't it? Well, and a non-sustainable one too, yeah. right? Exactly. <laughs> um, isn't, isn't our, uh, yeah, like you said, our journey is it's every single day of our life, right? And, yeah. you know, maybe today my steps aren't so great, but tomorrow they can be different and better. And um, I think... I think choosing something that is that feels really good that you enjoy, you're much more likely to stick with it and reap the long-term benefits than something that you don't actually love or don't really enjoy doing. Yep, absolutely. That might have a Yeah. Well, what is something that you could share with us in your experience for someone who's a beginner so they can take away from this podcast uh, some some action? About yoga specifically? Yes. Um, I would say, um, I think a lot of really, uh, brand new yoga students get really hung up on like, I don't have the right kind of clothes or I don't have the right kind of mat or I don't know what I need. You don't need anything. You just need, (laughs) you just need to, to try. Um, you could, uh, go in whatever comfortable clothing you own and, um, most yoga studios or gyms have mats you could borrow and, you know, on the mat thing, you you can't hardly pick a mat out to buy until you've done yoga a couple times anyway to know what kind of mat you'd really want. Um, don't let those little things stand in your way. Just my, my, my word of advice would be to find a class and go with a friend. And if you don't like the first one, maybe, you know, the instructor doesn't actually speak to you exactly and, you know, maybe it wasn't awesome, find a different one. Go to a different class. Try a different instructor try it try it try it again because it really can be super fun and I, I think it's a shame um for a newbie to think oh i don't really have the right stuff or i'm not the right size or i don't have you know all these little silly trivial things i wouldn't let those things stand in your way there's there's a whole world of super relaxing exercise out there in the yoga realm that um help with balance and muscle tone and flexibility and strength and just makes you feel amazing that it's, it's a shame to miss out on that because you're afraid. Fear is a, is a really silly thing to let stand in your way. Would there be any specific movements that you could suggest for new beginners just to try sure. it? Sure. Um, lots of people who start out with yoga find, oh, hey, my posture is terrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. and lots of us um, you know, have jobs that require us to sit at a chair or at a desk or at a computer a lot or for a large part of the day, and yoga will very immediately help you realize, oh, my shoulders are really hunched forward, or my, I'm slouching, my posture stinks. And a very, the, one of the very most basic poses in yoga is called mountain pose, and that's where you stand really tall, drawing to the crown of your head, and you let your shoulders relax down and back. You take deep, purposeful breaths, and just kind of imagine yourself getting taller and taller and taller, and that's mountain pose. Your arms are at ease at your side. Maybe your fingers are active, pointing toward the floor. Maybe they're not. 
But that just one simple pose can help you. That can be one step in um, that body-mind awareness. Like, oh, wow, my shoulders are slouching or I'm, you know, leaning to one side or, or my hips are cattywampus or, or whatever it may be. It can help bring that awareness about. So I would just start with the, a very simple pose like mountain pose where you're just standing up tall, maybe close your eyes and draw really tall to the crown of your head and have some deep, purposeful breaths and notice whatever it is your body's going to let you know. Excellent. Good. That was a very good um, first move, I guess. And, and um, what if someone is a little bit more advanced than that? What would you suggest them try next? Sure. Um, I would say that there's tons of information. I mean, like an so much so that it might even be too much information about um, the. There's a a series of moves called a sun salutation, and it's like I don't want to call it a burpee, but it's kind of like <laughs> this idea where you fold forward. You're standing tall. You fold forward. Place your hands on the mat and step back in a downward dog. So that's where your body is shaped like a triangle with the floor. And then you come into a push-up position, and then um, you can kind of move your body in a variety of ways so that you're kind of moving up and down, up and down, up and down. Kind of, There's tons of different variations. So if you've never done yoga, not a day in your life, and you don't know anything other than that, sun salutations are this idea where you're moving your body up and down, kind of in the same manner that burpees are moving right. you from standing to down, right? Um, so if you were a fairly physically fit person and you wanted to try yoga and you wanted it to be, wanted it to be more of a workout, you could just search sun salutations and there's tons and tons of information on. So you would move from standing to forward fold to downward dog and to a deep lunge and then back to downward dog and to another deep lunge and downward dog and back up to standing or, you know, another variation would be downward dog to um, push-up position and then some leg lifts in there and then back up to standing. So there's a, tons of different variations to this yogi uh, burpee, let's mm-hmm. say, and that would um, provide a full-body exercise for someone who maybe never has done yoga before but is still fairly physically fit. Excellent. Very good information. and. Um, the sun salutation is a classic, isn't it? I mean, that that's kind of uh, foundational. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. I I wouldn't say every yoga class features it, but it's a very common. Um, yeah, it can it can happen at the beginning of a class um, as a warm up, or it can be kind of um, part of the work in the middle of the class. It can it can happen anytime, but it's it's a very it's a totally classic series of moves. That works the whole body. Excellent, excellent. Um, believe it or not, Jenny, we're almost at the end of this show. However, hey. before we get there, um, how would you summarize uh, what you wanted to share today about yoga for the average person? Uh, yoga can be for anyone. It's not just for people who are fit or thin or vegan or any other thing you want to fill in the blank with. Yoga can be for anyone who wants to try. And I hope that anyone out there listening, um, if you have these fears holding you back from trying yoga or any other exercise for that matter, I hopefully in this new year you can identify those fears and set them aside and reap the benefits of yoga because yoga can be for anybody. 
And, you know, if yoga is not for you, then, you know, find what is. Maybe it's CrossFit. Maybe it's running. Maybe it's tennis, whatever it is. Um, hopefully you can set those fears aside and those stereotypes and find something that's awesome for you. Yeah. I, I want to say that uh, to add on to what you just said was, was that um, there is a piece of yoga, if not all of yoga, that should be incorporated in any fitness program. So, so um, it is valuable nonetheless. Sure, absolutely. Um, so how do people get a hold of you, Jenny, and all that good stuff? Hey, I blog at thedomesticwildflower.com, and on the blog I share all kinds of um, tutorials and recipes and yoga information, um, and I'm all really focused on um, helping people create a great life that they want. And I, I focus on DIY and kind of old-fashioned um, craft stuff and just, just living uh, a more satisfying life by doing things yourself. And you can email me at lowercase, it's all lowercase, adomesticwildflower at gmail.com. And um, if you head to my blog, you can find links to follow me on every social media platform there is, including Pinterest and Instagram and Google Plus and Facebook and everything. Very good. We'll have that all yeah. in our show notes as well. Um, Jenny, it was fun. I appreciate your time. We got this one in. Um, I hope you had a good time as well. I will let yes. you go, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to ericwsue.com for full recaps of every show and Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living is waiting for you, so stay active and be safe.